0: Hi guys, welcome to a new episode of Son of a Bix and the Iceman. I'm here with Peyton as always, and I'm here with our guest today, Cameron Sutter. Say what's up, man. What's up? (laughs) Um, So today on the show, we will be kind of getting a deeper dive into Baker Mayfield and Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow coming up on his second season, Baker Mayfield coming up on his fourth NFL season. We uh um I will give you guys a recap on the finals game last night and uh Peyton will give you a recap on the crew game. Was it this past weekend? This past weekend. Yep. Uh we we'll call talk about um Matisse Kivlenix, um <laughs> uh his uh tragic passing at twenty-four. We'll talk a little bit about that. Um And then we have a special topic at the end of the show, and we will also talk a little OSU football and basketball on the recruiting trail. Um, So we will start with Baker Mayfield, um, quarterback for the Cleveland Browns, as a lot of you know, going into his fourth NFL season. And I'll pass it over to Cam. Um, What do you expect from Baker Mayfield this season? Do you expect him to result kind of back to his rookie year in this past year,
1: or do you expect more of a... The kind sophomore of slump. sophomore slump year. Um, honestly, I expect I expect Baker to take a jump from even what his rookie year and even last year was. I expect um, he's more comfortable with the system. This is the second year, which he hasn't had a second year in any system. Mm-hmm. Um, I like what Kevin Stefanski is doing with the offense. He's got a really he's got really good weapons all around him. Um, you look at Odell, Jarvis, Peoples, Jones, and even I mean even Higgins mm-hmm. are all are all very good options and then even at tight end you got Austin Hooper yeah still David and Joku. a lot of good weapons he's just got weapons all around and Nick Chubb and, and Kareem Hunt are always going to keep the run game up going so he's always got something to, to to work with um I'm expecting probably around like 4,200 yards I'd say the higher end on touchdowns like 37 touchdowns to like nine interceptions Wow! I, wow. Expect, I expect a lot. From, that's a I, good, MVP yeah, caliber I'm, season that's from, a good really year from, from the man Mayfield in Cleveland. It's a good year. Yeah, um, I'm really
0: high on Baker Mayfield this year. Um. Well, okay. Here's where I'll kind of I, I do get the thing about the second year thing because uh, he's had a different coach every year um, of his career so far, and for a young quarterback, that's not the most stable situation. Um, I think as a young quarterback in the NFL, you're already going to get beat up, and you need stability from your. I mean, your coaching staff, and you need weapons, and you need no line. Um, I'll go a little. I'll go a little lower than you. I'll say twenty nine touchdowns to eleven picks. Um,
2: That's I, significant. That is a significant like gap between what you both have.
0: Yeah, I, I think. He, and I get
1: it, because he does have the weapons to throw a lot of well, touchdowns. I like, I like um, the defenses that he's facing this year. Yeah. You look at you know Minnesota's defense. I mean, they have a pass rush, but on the back end you're looking at they lost Anthony Harris, they've got Harrison Smith but that their corner group. I it, mean,
2: even in their own division. I, I mean, you're talking about Bengals defenses did. that are banged up. We talked about this in the pre-show. The, the Steelers are not the defense that they have been in the nope. past. The Ravens, are
1: the Ravens I mean, still hit a really or miss. Good defense.
2: It's still, but uh, you never know with them. Mm-hmm. And then you, you, you've you got the Bengals that might also have some questions on defense. Yep. So, I mean, he's playing both of those teams twice in that division. Um, mm-hmm. yeah,
1: I, I'm, yeah, I mean, you look out of the division, you're facing a, you know... You mentioned Minnesota. Minnesota, Detroit, you're facing... Um, you get to face, I believe, the the AFC West. So, I mean, Denver's good. Who knows if Von Miller's back? Yeah. Um, we'll look at Oakland. I mean, Oakland's just kind of... Meh. Just there. They're just hey, there. Vegas. Yeah, or yeah, Vegas. Vegas. Sorry. Yeah, no, um, it's all right. And uh, then, I mean, I, do, I don't like the matchup with the Chargers, and I don't like the matchup. Um, I do like the defensive matchup with the Chiefs. I think he'll get a lot of yards and a lot of touchdowns in that game. Chargers are sneaky. The Chargers are very. I love. I love. I'm the very
2: curious receivers. to see what Justin Herbert does.
1: I think, they're, especially with an improved offensive line. Exactly. I think they're kind. I of, mean, that offensive line rivaled the Bengals for one of the worst in the league. And you look at two. And starting he still quarterbacks, had a phenomenal season. Incredible. Broke the rookie season. touchdown record. Yep. I mean, and he's throwing to you know, Keenan Allen's a top. I'd say. I'd say top ten quarter wide receiver. Yeah. Yeah. yeah easily then, top ten. And then I mean. Mike Williams is nothing to scoff at, but you look at number 3 options. He's a threat. Didn't have didn't really have a tight end. I mean Hunter Henry was there, he's but fine. He, he wasn't good last year. Yeah. He wasn't what he w- was meant to be before he got hurt all the time. He's got potential. He does. And now he's in New England. Mm. Um, yeah,
2: but to go all the way around back to Baker Mayfield, I mean, those are both two young quarterbacks. You got Herbert entering his second year, Baker entering his fourth year, like we've mentioned a few times. Uh he is going into that uh that second year with Kevin Stefanski and that offense. Um, I'm going to go on the lower end of the touchdowns. Um, yes, he's got all those weapons, but I am expecting a huge year from Nick the Chubb. split back situation in Cleveland from Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb. Um, I'm going to go a solid 30, 30 and 10. Okay, um, That's a little bit more than what you got, Sawyer. Quite a few less than what you got, Cameron. <laughs> yeah. um, but I'm expecting a great year. Uh, without a doubt, they're going to win that division. Um, I could see them making a run. Um, I think they'll win the division, but I, I think it'll be competitive.
0: I, the, Ra- the Ravens are still there. I playing. think it's without a doubt as well.
1: I'm. I mean,
2: it all depends what Lamar Jackson is this year. I mean, it really—he he took a
0: tiny step back. I wouldn't say he
2: even took year. a step back. It, I don't think it was him. I just think the defenses kind of knew what they were looking for. Uh, i'm I'm expecting some new things on the front of uh the uh the Ravens offense, yeah, so I'm excited he still has zero weapons um Baltimore is lacking well they in... did they did pick up Sammy Watkins that's what I'll wow. say yeah and... he was what the the fourth wide receiver in that Kansas city room
0: yeah, that's true, and he's a little injury prone and we'll see I... if he he's still a fairly
1: young dude I mean, yeah he's sure. 28. I mean, he's twenty eight I'm not a huge i mean I like what he offers when he's on the field, but like you said, he's a little injury prone, and it's like they say the best availability or the best ability is availability. And true, and Ooh, I like that. If he's not on the field, it, he's worthless. Um, you also look at you know um, Hollywood Brown. I mean, he's been. A little yeah. less than expected, he's to say just, the least.
0: He's a small
1: guy. He it's is. hard to
2: have a small guy as your number one I mean, receiver, unless you you're Tyree at, Kill.
1: Yeah, unless you're Tyree Kill. Who's
2: the fastest player in the NFL, Yeah, is so, a dynamic route runner, great you look hands.
1: At, you look at Mark Andrews from last year. He was took a big step down. Um, and then, I mean, their their third guy is Rashad Bateman, and I, I like Rashad Bateman. I don't know how... Um, I don't know how he'll translate. I mean, he's not the fastest guy. He's not the biggest guy, but he's got good hands. Yeah. And he's and he's a de- he's a pretty good route runner. So I mean,
0: that's what I've read too. He, I like, he does
1: have nice hands. I like what he offers, but I don't think he'll. I don't like him in the system that Baltimore runs.
2: Yeah. Now, I, one of the crazy things about Baltimore is how did they not target? Obviously, every team's got their needs, and and you got to solidify those things. Like with your your early picks rounds probably one two three but we've really seen some progressive wide receiver classes the last I don't know yeah. three four five years early and they they've been they, there's been a lot of elite
0: wide receiver classes yeah. lately
2: exactly and then you guys you have guys like Rondale Moore out of Purdue yes. like he went fourth round I think to yeah. Arizona maybe Which late third round he is low. a dynamic guy very similar to a, a, a model of Tyreek Hill. Yeah, That's what I was going to say. He is a,
0: I think he's bigger than Tyreek
2: Hill. Yes, he's probably bigger, yeah. not
0: nearly as fast. He's not nearly as he fast. But he's a good he's route runner. shorter than
1: Tyreek Hill. Oh, he is? Yeah. He's shorter? Ronald really? Moore is like 5'9". Wow. He's really short. He's built, though. He's they're built. they're, they're yes. both built. That's nice. my thing. Is he's not small, as in like... like He's short, but he's not small whatsoever. Low he's a center, big guy. Low center of gravity. But... um. Somebody that I really liked was Deami Brown out of North Carolina. He went. To, yeah. he ended up going to Washington. That's a team I'm excited for. They got Ryan Fitzpatrick, the gunslinger himself, throw into three speedsters and Terry McLaurin, Curtis Samuel, and Deami Brown. Oh yeah. That probably. is screaming for lots of touchdowns. But also Ryan
2: Fitzpatrick's going to be the starter in Washington.
1: Yes, they
2: didn't. They didn't <laughs> sign either, another quarterback.
1: It's either him or Taylor Heineke. Yeah,
2: which I don't.
0: I think Taylor Heineke did a good job in the playoff game did, last sure. year, but
1: not a starter. No. I mean, he's not a starter in the NFL. I mean, he's a good backup. I think at Ryan Fitzpatrick, and you can say what you want about him a career backup. He's just always kind of been that role. His numbers are not bad whatsoever. The dude
2: falls into, like, the laps of teams that are so desperate and teams that are are... never...
1: When was the last time we saw him on a team that had weapons like this?
2: Dude, Terry McLaurin is a most definite top ten receiver. Like, no one can... He is the most underrated player in the NFL. Yes.
1: I think he's the best receiver out of that class. People want to talk about DK. They want to talk about AJ Brown. I think Terry McLaurin is the best... The best receiver in that That's class. Interesting. Well, Terry McLaurin has had no one talented throw him the, the football. Um, I mean,
2: Ryan Tannehill is not all that great. So AJ Brown is. Also I mean, Ryan
1: He's good enough to win the game. Yeah, and sure, but, but the he ball is over. not. But then Tennessee
2: be- would be arguably the best team in the NFL had they. I mean, if they had a better well, that's the thing. their defense
1: last year was horrendous. Yeah, but that's the thing; it was terrible. They
0: picked up Bud Dupree. Ryan Tannehill will win you a lot of games.
2: Uh, I think he he, is, he alone will win you games. He is not an elite quarterback. I, I think there's
0: think. I think there's a there's a tier of quarterbacks where they are like considered to me elite game managers, and a few of them I think are Ryan Tannehill, Dak Prescott. Really? I think Baker Mayfield. What? They are elite game. I managers.
1: disagree. I think. I think um, another one that you could put in that list, not right now, but when he was back a couple of years, Andy Dalton. Yep. Was a game manager. He there's wanted-
0: nothing wrong with that. There's there is nothing isn't. wrong with that.
1: As long as you build the team around them, they're gonna win you games. There's
0: there's your franchise guys at the top, and then there's kind of your elite game managers,
2: average starters, and then there's probably backups. I mean. Okay, if, if that's how you want to break it down, sure. I was unaware I like that there Patrick was a, a game step manager. above the manager.
0: Yeah, I think there's. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I was like, because
2: I'm like, where's Patrick Mahomes? I mean, yeah, yeah. Where is Aaron Rodgers? There's Mahomes, there's, the there's Brady, I there's Rodgers, there's. Uh, Baker's got to be in that list now. I know. You do not think, think Baker Mayfield he, is now Francis franchise I don't quarterback? think we're setting
1: enough tiers here. Baker's in the tier right below those guys. Do you think he's
2: in a tier between game manager, elite game manager and franchise quarterback? But is he in a tier, which, we're the ones making the tiers here, so do we agree that he is in a tier between the top guys like Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes? Yes. Yes. I think the top tier is
0: short. I think it's Mahomes, Rodgers, Brady, Wilson. That's it. That's the tier. Then
1: I think you look at the people that are in the next tier are Baker Mayfield, Kyler Murray, Matthew Stafford. Those kind of guys.
0: Well, you kind of got your young guys, where like there's a lot of potential there, and I yes. think there's a lot of because. But I, then you
1: also mentioned like,
2: Matthew Stafford, which is a proven veteran. Yes, he's obviously in a different situation now th- than uh, he was with Detroit.
1: But Ga-
0: guys, I might put in that tier are Justin
1: Herbert's another one. Justin Herbert, um, Baker
0: you, Mayfield, Kyler Murray, Joe Burrow. Like there's
2: a lot. Josh of potential Allen there. is
1: fluctuating between the top two. I would say... He had
2: one great season, and I'm excited yep. to see what he can do
1: with that Buffalo Bills team again this
2: year. He had a dynamic duo in uh, Stephon Diggs and uh, number two guy, uh,
1: Michael Beasley? Cole Beasley. Cole Beasley. Cole Beasley. Or Michael Beasley. Michael, 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 a Michael basketball, basketball player. Michael Beasley's a basketball <laughs> Yep. Yep. NBA champion, I believe. Um, But... I don't know. Like I said, I'm I'm very high on Baker Mayfield this year. I think he has the potential to do a lot of a lot of really good things in Cleveland. I think what Cleveland is building is right now a good culture from what they've had. I think they're building an elite team. I mean, I don't really see a hole on their team. They no, there's not. They showed up their secondary. Yeah, their roster is by far. They I think it's by far the best in the league.
0: They fixed their coach too. Cleveland. Cleveland. Oh, yeah.
1: I think yeah. it's by far the best in the league. I mean, you look at Kansas City. Kansas City has holes all over their defense. They do. but yeah. And they might have trouble protecting Patrick Mahomes. But Cleveland has the best offensive uh, line in the league. They kind of fixed that. They got Orlando
0: Brown. They fixed that a little bit. They have the
1: best offensive line in the league. They have the best running back duo in the league. They probably have the best tight end, the best tight end room in the league. I'm, I'm, I'm talking like one, two, and three. You look at the rookie they had. From Did last they also year. get
2: DeCastro from Pittsburgh?
1: No, DeCastro's yeah, he's a free agent still. I think. Is he? Or I think yeah. he's retiring. I mean, oh, I.
2: Who was their big offensive lineman signing? They got, they, J- gotten, they got. Jack Conklin last year. Is they they didn't any sign anyone of? on the offensive line this year. I could have swore that they got.
0: Jack Conklin was their big signing.
1: Oh, Did they get like Villanueva
2: or something? Who, Somebody from Pittsburgh? Who Cleveland? Yeah. No, no, no,
1: no, no. no. The Chiefs. Oh no! The the, the Chiefs' big offense. The big signing was Joe Tooney from New England.
2: Yeah, maybe that's what it was.
1: That's what it was. the The Ravens got Villanueva. Gotcha. Um, but, like I said, the, there's just no holes on Cleveland's roster. It's no, there's it's, not. It's just fantastic all the way around.
0: I think. But here's the thing I'll say, and uh, I think if they don't succeed this year, which I I see them succeeding.
1: I mean, yeah, I don't see there's I, any way that they I, don't other than injuries.
0: I think the worst they can go is 12 and five with that roster. I mean, That's
1: conference championship has got to be the goal. Yeah,
2: but there's a. The uh, I mean, I mean the minimum. Oh uh, well, okay. Uh, you, mean, I you mean I mean division. I mean division. I mean division, the, division round. Yeah. The wait, AFC. wait, wait! Division
0: champs, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the yes. AFC, the AFC is weird because Titans went out and got Julio Jones, and the Bills <laughs> have Josh Allen. And Ooh, if you want to talk about
1: Julio Jones, I have something to say about that. You can, you can say it. Not
2: okay. This I, is the platform to say. Yeah, this is where <laughs> I your
1: platform, man. Julio, okay, I'm.
0: Are you gonna say something good or something bad? I'm about Julio. You're gonna say he doesn't catch any touchdowns.
1: No, no, no. that's not what I'm saying about Julio. I'm saying right now, I don't know how much better record-wise he makes the Titans. I mean,
2: he is a whole. We just talked about how good AJ Brown has been for that team. Obviously, they have a war horse in. uh, Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry, I think Tan Hill's a borderline decent quarterback. Adding the name Julio Jones to your roster
1: bolsters, I would
2: say every facet well, of that offense. And Julio, they gonna... gave up a lot though. Julio, which gonna... I
1: think I think you're right. Which they, they went to the playoffs last year. They won what eleven games and they won 11. 11 uh, that sounds yeah. they, they, around, won, in they
0: lost in the wild card to Baltimore.
1: Yeah, I don't know if they improve win wise by adding Julio because a lot like of I said though, so they, they gave you. up a lot Julio is just another offensive weapon which they didn't they didn't necessarily need their offense was just fine as it was their defense was the problem their defense couldn't stop anybody they had no pressure on anyone they couldn't get pressure on Joe Burrow they had no sacks, no pressures on Joe Which Burrow. Which is sad. Which is how the Bengals won that game.
2: They were a team that needed to <laughs> Bengals man. And kind of
1: when, mind. and when you you can't get any pressure, quarterbacks can sit back there all day. Depending and when they part. sit back there all day, your secondary stands no chance. Yeah. And if you can't stop even a anybody,
2: talented defensive back room,
1: if you can't stop anybody, I think a sack is a is a drive killer. Somebody gets one sack on on Ryan Tannehill, and your drive ends. I think, well, it's I third think and fifteen, and you
2: can't hand it to the war horse. I think your the war game's horse over. isn't gonna uh, the war horse isn't gonna catch a twenty five yard
1: I don't catch. Even That's trust, not his game. I, I don't think. trust Julio to be catching third and fifteens consistently. I think it's Warhorse. Well, he's a no war horse. I would take
2: no. It's I think it's Warhorse. Yes, I I know Derek that. Henry's but a I am taking Derrick Henry into war. He <laughs> is he's a, a machine. A war horse, and if he can stay healthy, like dude horse, is gonna change the game. All right up next on Son of a Bix and the Ice Man we're going to be discussing the Cincinnati Reds. All right. Uh yeah,
0: they're losing right now. So, yeah. um uh they came off a good sweep
2: of the Cubs. I always like beating the Cubs. I
1: Yeah. They've well,
2: now swept every single team in the NL
1: Central first What time. they need to do is they need to sweep the Brewers next. Seven games that they play after the Roy- or after the Royals.
0: Yeah, yeah, what the what the heck? Like we get the first place Brewers before the All
2: Star break, and we get them right after the All Star hey, break. Hey, I like that's I six like them games that can really seven, the,
1: the the one in Milwaukee's four games.
2: That is a seven game that that could be make or break for if this they team win three into the
1: future. If they win three of the ones in Milwaukee, if they can find something in them to win the three in Milwaukee, three and, of the four in then, Milwaukee, then and then sweep. And Oh, yeah, the home yeah. one? Because I, I love getting the Brewers at home right after the All Star break. I love that. Yeah. If they can come out, take three of them in Milwaukee, they're looking at gaining five games in oh, a seven Brewers. game stretch on the Brewers. Yeah. <laughs> which is, which is huge. Well. They're down to what, seven right now? Six? Well, the Cubs. The, the Cubs at
0: six. Uh, the I'm Cubs, not even worried about the Cubs. Cubs are reeling. Cubs are struggling. They've, They've lost
1: their last 10,
0: I believe. Did they did they break that last night? I know they've lost their
1: last 10ish. They had been they had nope. been. Horrible. They're, la- they're, they're on an 11 game losing streak. They
0: are struggling. They're behind St. Louis now. And you love to see it. Um, yeah. I mean literally for me it goes hate the Cardinals the
1: most. Then yeah, probably this the always comes up. Then the Pirates. It, it, it,
2: no one likes the St. Louis Cardinals. No. no. And then the Cubs. The Cubs are super really? close.
1: I hate the Pirates more. What? I, the fact that the, fact I that doing the so Pirates bad. suck. No. The they, did it, yeah, they didn't. They didn't used to. They, suck. they didn't used to suck, but now that they do, it's the no, most glorious they've thing. They've always sucked. It's like it's With like the Cubs they did not suck. They oh, did yeah. not suck, but they
0: were not very good. They were what not. They were
1: consistently at the top of the division. Not top, they top, they were, but they were, first or second.
0: They made the playoffs a couple times with McCutcheon. We had a wild
1: card. Sure, They have been won the playoffs for one year. and Lost.
0: No, they haven't won the Central in a while. Uh they've been second a lot of years. Sure, they were at the top. Yeah, also, yeah with
2: McCutcheon, they were fine. When they had a
0: uh, uh, McCutcheon and Clint Hurdle was their skipper, and uh, I mean Clint
2: Hurdle was the skipper for a long time. Yeah. So glad he's gone. Yeah, dude's a. P.O.S. Uh,
0: and then uh, they had uh, Starling Marte. I don't know if you remember him.
2: Yeah. Uh, don't they still? Oh no, they have Gregory Polanco still. Yeah. He's I think we talked about. God awful. God awful. Is it Polanco? Polanco. Something like that. I think it's Polanco.
0: Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So, uh, look, as as you said, um, the Reds are odd. Again, I remember me and Peyton sat right here at the beginning of the season, and we predicted their record. Uh, I said 80 and 82, and I'm pretty sure Peyton said 82 and 80. If I remember that right. Something
2: along those lines, he, yes.
0: He was around the same record. Yeah. I know that. And I I, I kind of feel confident. And yeah. they're going to be around 500. 500. I'm, yeah, they're, they're a 500 ball club because – they
2: can, they can hit well, and the pitching is kind of hit or miss. But this is a pretty much 500 division. There is not a team in this NL Central that's going to win 100 games. Listen, l- listen. Well, the
1: brewers, the brewers are on track to win 100 right now. Yeah. They're 51 oh. and 33. Listen to me.
0: If we played in the Indians division... Oh my! The we Tigers beat. are terrible. The Twins are terrible. The the Royals, even though they're beating the
2: Twins, us. have really fallen
1: off, dude. Didn't yeah. they lead the majors in hitting like the last two seasons? They won
2: the
0: division like yeah. last year. Or yeah, or but it? then
1: it's the same thing. You look at the White Sox; they'd still be ahead of us by like six games.
0: They would, but look at the third place team in that division. And look at the third place team in our division.
1: Yeah, the third place team in our division has won over forty games, and there's that thirty nine and forty seven. Yeah, yeah. Like, and you look. Well, I want to. I want to look at the division of the NL West. Wow, what a bloodbath, dude! Is it aren't the, the Giants, Giants still in the Dodgers, first? and the Padres? Wow, who would have projected the Giants to be leading that division?
2: Not me. I would. Have, uh, I would like, have chosen the Padres a week, a week out from the the All Star break. They're gonna
0: get three out of the five. They're gonna get three out of the five spots. Which they're, means they take they take they're gonna both take, the wild cards. They're gonna get both wild cards, and then we're not we're yeah. we we have our only to, chance
1: is beating the Brewers out in the division.
0: W- w- our only chance, which is possible because is. there's a lot of baseball to play, but I mean we'll just have to
2: see. Yeah, it's gonna be a bloodbath in the National League. I'm really looking forward to the All Star Game coming up here, July thirteenth on Fox. Winker, oh, and, yeah,
0: Winker and Castellanos. Castellanos.
2: Winker and Castellanos will be making start for the Reds. Obviously, we don't have anybody else representing the squad. But uh, I'm looking forward. That's to it, still man. pretty good.
1: We make no, up two no, no, thirds no. of the outfield. And what
2: they were second and <laughs> yeah. third and all-star voting in the National League.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like that's incredible. I'm who looking really, who forward was the to the person they were behind. Acuna, right? Acuna. I think so. W- Winker.
0: Winker got a lot of support from the Bills and the Magic because those are his favorite teams. Hey. So he got a lot. He'll of support take what from he can
2: get. Right. Them. Yeah. Exactly. All right. What's up next? Um, uh, we didn't we, talk about Joe Burrow.
0: Uh, do you want to real quick? We can spend like a couple minutes. Okay. So Joe Burrow, um, you know, we'll, we'll kind of move as quick as we can through this, but, um, you know, I have Joe Burrow this year. I don't know what you have him at. I'll be interested what you have him at. Um, I have 30 touchdowns, eight picks. I really don't think he makes a lot of mistakes. I don't, I think he reads the field pretty well and I haven't. Even his rookie year, he threw five picks in nine games. Like, for a rookie, that's sensational. What how did Tua
1: many, throw? How many fumbles did he have? He had like four, I think. Did he have four fumbles? Yeah, cause had, I don't remember he, in, had, he had two against Miles Garrett had one in each game that we played against him. Yeah, but that's Miles and, Garrett. <laughs> and Marlon Humphrey, I know, forced one. Did he? Yeah. That's cause, impressive. Cause he, Marlon Humphrey, like, you watch, if you watch his tape, he's corner. He is very technical when it comes to tackling. Yeah, a great tackler, great at forcing fumbles. Every chance he gets, he's punching that ball out. You look at anytime he's been the Steelers, Juju. Multiple fumbles uh, against Marlon Humphrey. Yeah, you look at—I mean, anyone. It's all about punching. It's he, all you got to punch the ball. Punches out. that ball every chance you got. Every chance he gets. You kind of got like
0: quickly. You kind of just have to, yeah, like, punch the ball because you out can't
1: like, give him. Ch- you can't give him a chance to to tighten their grip on it. Yeah, you can like they catch it and they go to pull it in and he's punched it out. You kind of, like
0: wind up. Um, so, you know, I think the Bengals. My record prediction. I'll say. I'll say eight and nine, because I think I'm realistic. Mm-hmm. I I know that the Bengals are kind of they're but, but almost almost like it makes me mad when people think the Bengals are this poverty franchise. I'm just like, what are you talking? Like literally, like we. That's kind of how I think of them,
1: honestly. Well, you can't. It's hard not to when I mean, when as an just outsider kind of looking fed in, to you all the time.
2: Exactly, and. And now that the the Browns are kind of out of their poverty stage, I mean, uh, I've shared that I'm not the biggest NFL fan in the world. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. getting into fantasy football has been one of the best sports decisions I've made because it's really gotten me interested in the game more and, and it has made me a little bit more valuable to these kinds of conversations. But, I mean... For the last, I don't know what, ten years, the Bengals have been pretty irrelevant. Obviously, well, you they like, hadn't
1: won a they haven't won a playoff game. No, they and haven't. But they did make the playoffs long. five straight years to start the de- the 2010s. I mean, sure. 2011 through 2015, they made the playoffs. 2015, Andy Dalton was an MVP candidate before he went down, and they won 12 games. You you think about it, what if what if Andy Dalton didn't get hurt against the Steelers? You never know. Man. Yeah. I mean, Maybe they do win. A, I think they do win that playoff
2: game. But what we know now is Andy Dalton back up for the Chicago Bears. Starting for the Chicago no, Bears at this point. he is Right not, now he Matt, is. Matt Nagy is delusional.
1: Not, not. He will not, not be the starter for Chicago, Chicago. You don't think he'll start week one? Okay, I, I, I think he I think, I think he, he starts the first four weeks
0: I think he starts he'll start the first month they'll go one and three and Matt Maggie like the fans will be, demand for Justin and he'll get in and they'll I agree and, that's actually good for both of you yeah i I think I think he'll that's what's gonna happen because he's he's stubborn and yeah he doesn't want to he wants to play Andy Dalton because he's the veteran and they don't like, want
1: to start the rookie he he, Which
0: he makes
2: no sense why not he
0: quote unquote can like see the field better, even though Justin, I think, sees the field. He does. He has an excellent arm. arm. If you talk to people... He has
1: excellent eyes as a quarterback. If if you want to talk about him not being able to see past his first read, there's numerous instances you can point to in the Alabama game, which wasn't great. You can point to the... I mean, the
2: Clemson game, he is a downfield threat, unlike any other.
1: The Clemson game was the big one, where you look at... Six touchdowns. One pick. they, They looked at all six of his touchdowns, five of them were not his first or second read. That was just a narrative. They, they do that on every 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 draft. draft is... Every, every Ohio State quarterback is... an enemy. Well, they're just a product of the Ohio State system, so they can't be that good. Yeah. That's the, always the narrative. And I,
2: I think he's different. He is not like...
1: He is different. He's not a Dwayne Haskins. Dwayne Haskins thought he made it when he got to the NFL, and he slacked off, and that's why he is where he is now. Yeah. I still have hope for Dwayne Haskins. I the, really do. The... Football team's coach thought he was dyslexic because he couldn't read the playbook. I still have hope that he can. I
0: heard so many before. I heard, uh, oh, who was that one? Who's the one big dude who, like, he literally did not read the playbook? His name started with like a J. Uh,
2: Jamarcus Russell.
0: Jamarcus Russell. I heard that. I name heard a so story about the other day. Bust
1: City. Oh Good God my. Lord!
0: I heard. I heard so many times in high Where school. Where did
2: Jamarcus Russell even go to college? Texas Tech. Uh, i don't sure. know. sure. Uh, Where did Jamarcus Russell go to college? Jamarcus Russell went to college. He went to LSU. I should have known
0: that. That's what I thought. I'm just kidding. Um, So through that, we're going to transition to – oh, yeah, Cam, what's your touchdown – give me touchdowns and interceptions.
1: Well, we look at the improved offensive line. He has another weapon to play with. I mean, you had two receivers who were – if they didn't get hurt at the end of the season – or Joe Burrow doesn't get hurt, they're easily eclipsing a thousand yards. T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd would have both had over a thousand yards mm-hmm. if if those two things don't happen. I mean, Tyler Boyd got hurt, and then Joe Burrow got hurt, and T. Higgins was dealing with um, Kyle Allen and what Finley. But I'm looking at I'm looking at around where you're at, like 30, 32. thirty two. I'd say thirty two and nine. I I think. That's really close. Yeah. I mean thirty I mean you're thir- you had what, thirty and eight. I mean thirty and eight. He, like you say he doesn't make a lot of mistakes. He, he had doesn't. five in the what ten weeks that he was playing. So I'm looking at about eight I mean what you said, eight or nine picks with the added game, maybe he throws one in the last game. But he's throwing about one every two games. Yeah. Um It's really good. Maybe he takes an improvement or makes us like takes a step forward and he does a little less than that. Maybe he's throwing one every three. Um, but right now I'm gonna stick at where he's at, I think they're saying he has a lot more zip on his ball. Um, after I mean, they the receivers were saying that they had they their hands were hurting a lot more than they did last year when they were throwing slants and stuff. Mm-hmm. So if Joe Burrow comes back, the offensive line is better. He looks pretty mobile already. He's got a couple like a month or two to work on everything else. Still, I think yeah. he comes back, and I think he does. I think he does really good things. I think mean, there's thirty-two and nine.
0: All right, uh, we're going to move on to some OSU football and basketball news. Uh, throw this over to Cam. Um, uh, you know, OSU football, we've been doing a lot of recruiting lately. Uh, uh, JTT, I, his last name is kind of tough to JT
2: pronounce. JT Tuomolau.
0: is that how you pronounce it? Tuomolau. I, I think so. That's, that's, that's what I've heard. It's a mouthful. Ooh. Um so, uh, he committed, uh, number one uh, player in the class, yeah. um, he'll probably, is it next year he'll be, so he'll, yeah he's, no, he'll
1: be suiting up this year. Yeah, he's 2021. Really? He was yeah. a really late commit. Wow. Really late. late. The
2: Buckeyes defensive line is going to be out of this world. Jack
1: Sawyer. Yeah.
2: Jack Sawyer, what, was at one time the top recruit in the nation. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. I think he moved down to three or four. Mm-hmm. Um, we got Zach Harrison, which this will be yep. his third season, suiting yep. up for the Buckeyes, and Not then JTT.
1: Really. And who who was the one that came back? It wasn't Togi, it was. Uh, who was the uh, other Haskell Garrett. Haskell Garrett back, dude. the Buckeyes are going to be electric. Their if, defensive line. I'm still skeptical about that secondary. Oh,
2: I'm whoa,
1: I'm skeptical whoa. about the.
2: The linebacker. He's I like I like years.
1: Marcus Hooker starting you, at you seven free bang. safety Malik Hooker's younger brother. Seven I like banks. Marcus Hooker seven banks, not the fastest guy. I think I think his technical ability is pretty good. Uh-huh. He could still work on it and get better. Um, I like to I'd like to see. Um, I do like Marcus Hooker. I'd like I to see somebody like. I think he'll be flying. Step around. up in that slot role like we had with Sean Wade the year we had yeah. Okuda on the outside which I think was Ohio State's biggest mistake last year was playing Sean Wade on the outside. I think yeah. if Baltimore were to play Sean Wade in the slot, I think he's going to excel in the NFL. But yeah, he he wanted to be he wanted to be a slot. He's way better
0: yeah. as a well, he did they move him they moved him from outside to slot, right?
1: He no, can't. He was slot when Okuda was there and then Man. they moved him outside last year and that's why you saw him on like DeVonte Smith and you saw him like yeah. that's why he was getting torched by all these outside receivers because that's not what he's that's not what he's made to do. because well,
0: they put the the guys on the outside, like they put, you know, the guys who run the go routes, you know, and they yeah. and the inside, like the slot receivers, they put the quick twitch guys. I mean they put like the that's why you see Wes Walker and Edelman in the slot because they're quick they're not really fast. They're yeah. quick. Tyler Boy you know, Tyler Boy. They're just they're quick twitch. And they're
2: also small.
0: They're small.
1: Yes. Yeah.
2: You want you want guys that are gonna, gonna, gonna go run a streak yep. down the field. Yeah, hey, you want him
1: to go up and get the ball. If they have to. Yeah, I mean, and Sean Wade's not—he's not big enough to go to go up against those receivers. He's—he's he's like six foot. Uh, what is he like? Maybe 200 pounds, 210. Mm. Uh, he's not a big yeah. guy. Um, he might be 190. I think he's 190. Yeah. Not the biggest guy. I don't trust him against a, a you know, a Jamar Chase or a uh Jalen Waddle or Mark Chase you know, is going to you know what I mean? fly down the field. And like, I'm excited to see that guy play. You know, I don't know. I'm most excited to watch uh Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave and whoever takes that number three spot. It's going to uh, be
2: Marvin Harrison Jr., bro. No,
1: Dudes Electric. Uh, uh, no, I or think am Or so. Amika Ibuka. I, I, think think it's, it's, I, I was just about to say Or, Ibuka, or it could be... Uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba. Oh yeah, and Jigba, Julian yeah. Fleming. I think they have so many options. I think G. Scott could be in the mix. G. Scott? So I like G but Scott I heard G.
0: Scott
2: was going to be moved to T.E. I saw that, too. Yeah, really. That'd but what? He's the third guy in that room still. You I mean, they still got. You a, Jeremy Rucker. Uh, Jeremy Rucker, yeah.
0: They they. Uh, uh, maybe he's number two then. They yeah. got a dude. They recruited a dude named Kojo. You see that? I they got. Oh, oh yeah, Brian Hartline recruits his. Brian Hartline, yeah, best the,
2: recruiter in the
1: nation, and it's yeah, not even close. Yeah, absolutely. He gets a lot of recruits.
2: And yeah. on the Ohio State basketball front, we he just did. got news: EJ Liddell is coming back.
0: Yup. Oh yeah, I'm uh, very excited about that, EJ. Uh, Best smile in college basketball. Absolutely, <laughs> dude,
2: stunning. <laughs> Obviously, yeah. we're gonna miss uh, not having Dwayne Washington back C. next J. year. C J. Walker. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, and C J. Walker, a yeah. great, uh, a great manager, but a we, floor manager for, yeah. for but, the High State Buckeyes. But we got Kyle Young back. yes um, And, and uh, with the new additions of uh, Wheeler. Yeah, Jowari, Wheeler Jowari and uh, Yilla, Joey Bronk.
0: Uh, we also got Malachi uh,
2: Branham from you know, Branham, Saint, uh, Saint Saint Mary. Yeah,
0: yeah, so he'll 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 um he'll be in the mix. I mean, I think he he's gonna, gonna come off the bench. I mean, anyway, bro, Mitchy Johnson got yeah, playing time. Mitchy Johnson was an early commit. Yeah, Mitchy Johnson. I'm should excited to see him. what he looks like after this summer. I want
1: to um I want to kind of just transition to NCAA basketball as a whole. Do you think? some of the bigger schools that struggled last year during COVID, do you think that's just a COVID thing, or do you think some of them are on the downfall, like North Carolina, Kentucky, Duke? I think it was completely a COVID thing. You think it was just COVID? I don't think.
0: I I think it was an anomaly for a lot of teams. I think COVID, it was hard for them because you can't really build team continuity when you have so many players in and out, and I think it was just all tough because there were so many restrictions on how many people you could have in a room. And, like, especially when you're trying to build a team atmosphere, it's really hard because it's like, oh, well, you know, I'm trying to get the whole team together, but I really can't because that's not really the, you know, the right thing to do at the time.
2: I disagree.
0: Really? (laughs) Yeah, I don't think it was because of COVID. So you're going to sit here and tell me that Duke basketball is on the downfall.
2: Yes, uh, Mike Szyszewski's in his last year. He's on his way out. Roy Williams, obviously, he's finished now. He is um, finished, so I imagine yeah. those recruiting classes coming up will not be nearly as strong as they have been previously. Um, obviously, we've got the new um, NIL stuff coming about with uh, players' endorsements and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Um. So I feel like the player pool is going to get a little more stretched out for basketball. Um, players are going to be seeking out different options from different universities. Um, yeah. But obviously, Michigan is becoming one of those schools that uh, is a perennial power, I think, in, in college basketball. Mm-hmm. Um, starting back in the days of Trey Burke and, and Glenn Robinson, Nick Stauskas, uh moving into that, all that new era, and then you've got Jawan Howard, who... Who has been a proven coach now in in college basketball? They're a power,
0: yeah. They're they're definitely. And I mean, the Big it. Ten as a whole
1: is just a, it's easily the best basketball conference. I'd say a-
2: absolutely. But I also feel like we've got some Purdue, um, some big boys in the in the Big Ten that are that are also stepping away. Michigan I mean, State. Michigan State and Tom Izzo um, haven't been seeing eye to eye recently. Uh, Michigan State ended up picking it up. Mm -hmm. Um, they're always a great late-in-the-year
1: team. Yes, but... uh, They lost in the first round, didn't they? I believe
0: they did. No, no, no. They lost to UCLA in the play-in. Play-in. Yes, uh,
1: that's right. They lost in the first four. But but they
2: did end up making a nice
1: little run to even get in that position. But UCLA went all the way to, what, the final four? Yeah. Johnny
2: Juzang. And the Pac-12 was excellent. Yeah. So I feel like we're going to see some some big steps. uh, And that Pac-12 was... Electric. How do you view Wisconsin right now? They have not uh, been the same since uh, oh, that one Bo cut. Ryan has left. Oh, Bo Ryan. How do you remember that? Bo Ryan was an excellent coach. He uh,
1: really was. He was <gasps> a
2: great recruiter. He co- found some diamonds in the rough all across the country. So, I just
1: remember the Frank Kaminsky days.
2: Well, he signed Khalil Iverson from uh, Delaware Hayes just up the road from Marysville, and uh, mm-hmm. Khalil ended up. Making a couple rosters there in the NBA bounced around. Yeah. Um, but anyways, I'm I'm excited to see what the NCAA basketball season holds. Yeah. Um, hoping to get my Ohio State season tickets. Hmm. Um, I did secure the bag for uh, uh, college football tickets in the fall. I'll there be sending going, uh, some games at the Shoe, and I'm looking forward to that. You but going to, or, you
0: going to the Oregon game?
2: I am going to the Oregon Ooh, game. Dude. I have secured the package. Mario Cristobal. Um,
1: Honestly. Uh, there were a couple... I wrote down a couple things that I want to talk about with the football, so if we're able to go back to that. Um, I want... I know we talked about this before the show, Sawyer, but the quarterback controversy, I mean, we kind of agreed that Jack Miller is kind of the third guy out of the three of Jack Miller, C.J. Stroud, and, and Kyle McCord, but we, we didn't really see eye-to-eye on the, the, the top to two. About that. Where do you have... Peyton, where do you have the three quarterbacks lining up? Who do you have starting this year? Who do you have... As the backup, and who do you have as the third guy most likely to transfer?
2: Well, I think C.J. Stroud's probably the most talented guy, like in terms of like just raw talent. Yeah, I believe Jack Miller is going to transfer. I do not think he is the second guy. That's what we said. Yeah, <laughs> he, is not, he is not that guy. Yeah. You are not. Yeah, you're you are not, not that guy. You're not that
0: guy. Um, you're not
2: that guy. What's the third guy's name? Uh, Kyle McCord. McCord. Yeah, Kyle McCord was excellent in the spring game. Yeah. Dude made some deep ball passes. You were um, there, right? Yeah, which was my first wow. time ever in the shoe. Um, but McCord was. God, you've gone to like electric. a thousand Blue Jackets games. Like, I've been to a lot did? of sporting events, period. Yeah and, yeah. and I just haven't been able to make it to the horseshoe yet. You've been in the shot season, but um, right? I, of course I have. But I'm anticipating uh, C.J. Shroud getting that start week one um, against Minnesota in uh, Minneapolis. Minnesota uh,
1: in Minneapolis. Um, we kind of talked about the wide receiver, the third wide receiver spot. And I didn't even think about, like, in, I mean, Amika I, Ibuka was there, like, in, in the back of my mind. But, like, the two that I was looking at was, like, Fleming... And Smith and Jigba.
2: And I didn't think about Fleming once. Obviously, I mean, he did not play a huge role in last year. I think he still had some growth. Mm-hmm. I think he might have been nursing an injury. I would in which didn't I was, was surprised.
1: 100%. I was really surprised that he wasn't a bigger role last year because he was the number one player, number one receiver in his class. Yeah. And I expected him to kind of take that step once you know, once that spot opened up, and then you saw Smith and Jigba make the great catch, and what that was week one or two.
0: Yeah. 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 So. Yeah. For sure. Um. Uh. So I'm going to throw it over to Peyton for his crew report. Um. Yeah. Crew played a game this weekend. A new stadium. Was that this, this past?
2: That weekend? was this past weekend. This past weekend yeah. Weekend. Yeah. Yeah. The crew took on the New England Revolution at the brand new, stunning Lower.com field in downtown Columbus, Ohio. Um. They ended up taking a draw after coming back from a two-nil. Um. Deficit. Deficit, yes. Thank you. Um, uh, friend of the show, Jack Nuspel. former <laughs> guest. <We're laughs> We've had him sure on. Sure, we'll have him on again sometime.
0: Sat right in that seat, not Sat exactly. Sat right uh, in Cam's seat. Not exactly that seat, but over there. But, Actually, you know. he's
2: sitting in my seat. <laughs> Actually, I think we split this couch. Yep, yep, we did. <laughs> yeah, I was uncomfortable that day. Anyways. Yeah,
0: thanks a yeah, lot, Jack.
2: Yeah. Screw you, Jack. Um, we were able to experience that together. Unbelievable environment. Uh, not a single seat empty um, in the house. Completely sold out. Um, the facility's beautiful. I am I am genuinely looking forward to um, being in there for the next game. Uh, probably the 17th or the 21st. Those are the two games I'm eyeballing, and then I'll probably be in there again on August 4th um, mm-hmm. against the uh, the DC United. Um but the crew, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a, a little rough patch here. You got Jossie Zardes playing with the United States men's national team, um, Kevin Molino spending some time um, with the Trinidad and Tobago squad, Derek Etienne Jr. playing with um Haiti, um, Liam Frazier making some appearances with Team Canada, um, and then Aloy Room with Curacao. Um, that is five impactful players that are going to be away with their uh, their country. Um, with with
0: good, yeah, with yeah. good, you know, yeah. yeah.
2: Yep, so it, it's going to be an, a tough little stretch here. I'm excited to see some of the young guys step up um, and, and get some playing time. I know Isaiah Parente um, will be coming off the bench. Um, we've got a lot of guys nursing injuries. This is going to be a rough patch, um, but I am looking forward to seeing some of these guys um, play for their, for their countries. Yeah.
1: Uh, i about. sorry, I just want No, you're okay. To jump in here. You were talking about the full, the full stadium and I'm sure you looked over and saw me I was like ear to ear grinning. It is it, that that whole thing in Ohio State just announced a like, full capacity tailgating little the whole 9 yards. We're getting back to normal at baby Ohio state and that's what I wanted to get around to was we're getting back to normal, everything's everything's opening up again, and it just, it feels feels good. Good Feels good. Feels it feels really good. good.
0: Yeah. For sure. Um, um, so I'll talk about this real quick. Uh, the NBA finals did uh, start last night, and, uh, you know, if you listen to this podcast, um, pretty big NBA fan, I yeah. consider myself. Um, you know, uh, last night, Suns, Suns 118, Bucks 105, Um, uh, Chris Paul had a really good game, Uh, Devin Booker had a really good game, Ayton had a really good game, all three of them really contributed um, to the Suns win. Uh, My prediction for this series is the Suns will win in probably six games, that's my prediction. Um, I think they're just the better team, I think they have the better coach, I think Monty Williams is one of the best young coaches in the NBA. I think Chris Paul will win finals MVP. Chris Paul first finals in 16 year career. It's about time that he got there. You know, I'm really happy for him that he gets to participate in the finals. I mean, it's, it's really something as an NBA player that you can't take for granted. Um, You know, because LeBron's gotten to 10 and Chris Paul is also a great player and this is his first. Yeah. And it's all about luck and it's all about your situation and, You know, as I said, you know, people think championships in pro sports come about easily. They really don't. I mean, it is like luck and it is coaching and it's development and it's all coming together at one time. You can't just have, you know, one and then not the other two or three, you know, you have to have all of it come together at a time. So, you know, that's my prediction for this series. Um, The Suns will win it in six games game two is tomorrow night in Phoenix But this
2: just in Dario Sarch suffered an ACL uh tear last night in game one so tough to that, hear that might uh derail derail some of the hopes for the suns yeah. man
1: well um, he... I do think as someone who's not you know, I'm not a huge NBA fan I'm I'll never, I'll never claim to be a huge NBA fan mm-hmm. um I just I do want to take a moment and just appreciate that the, the fact that it is sun's box and not you Cavs, Warriors. Know, the typical, like, Warriors, Cavs, Lakers, South, like, you know, the typical things we've seen over the past, you know, two, three decades even. This is a, this is a, these are fresh faces in the finals, and I love it. It's, it's very nice to see, you know. Very people, refreshing. You know, I like, I like it for the youngster and Devin Booker, um, to get a shot in the finals. I like Chris Paul in the finals. I mean, I have. There's some players... The opposite the, of a youngster. But the, the opposite youngster. of a youngster. That's, <laughs> I, yeah, that's why I'm, I said the, I, the youngster was only for Devin. Devin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. DeAndre, DeAndre Ayton. Um, the, the thing is... Another guy I liked. But, I mean, even Giannis, I I would have... I mean, if he wins it, I don't have any problem with that. Yeah. I, I love that. But, I mean, Giannis deserves it. I think he's a great player. The thing is, people will com-
0: people complain when it was Cavs-Worders every year. And now, people are complaining on how it suns Bucks yeah. Because... It's like I don't want two small market teams. I'm like, well, you didn't like it when it was LeBron versus
2: KD. People will find
1: something to complain about, regardless of where it comes from. Just a small tangent I want to go on is the the media bias towards small market teams is unbelievable. It's gross. It's disgusting. Really, like you look at like the um, the narrative with Joe Burrow going to Cincinnati and how. Joe Burrow should demand to not go there. And then this year, there's not a peep from the media about Trevor Lawrence going to Jacksonville. Who, aside from one season where they had a top whatever defense in Saxonville... They've been abysmal since they came into the league. Literally horrible. One of the worst franchises in the league. They've had one one bright spot in their entire like history, and
2: that was Maurice Jones. Exactly. Drew. So, like, that's it's, the only good thing that's yeah. ever come he about. He was exciting, yeah. Yes, he was.
1: And they've had some cool jerseys, but that's literally it. And, and you look at it, and it's like, the Bengals get unfairly treated saying that they're a poverty franchise, even though they've had, what, four quarterba- five quarterbacks in the past 20-some years with... Palmer, Palmer Yeah, it's Dalton de- Burrow.
0: Like it's definitely not the quarterback. They don't ruin, that, ruin quarterbacks. That the Browns are. No. I mean, they 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 don't. They didn't ruin Andy Dalton's career. The, well, I'll say
1: the Browns were. The,
0: they were. The, the, yeah. What the Browns until were. they drafted Baker. They're not Baker. the
1: Lions, they're not the Jags, you know. They're not yeah. this, they're not this team that just ruins talent all the time.
0: Mhm. Yeah. Um So our next topic is a little bit on more of a down note. And, you know, one thing I'll say, uh, and it might be nothing, but I'll just get out in front of it. Uh, When I was doing the the beginning of the show, when I was doing the topics, um, after I said uh, the young man's uh, Kiv Lennox, I let out kind of a chuckle, and that was not, you know, just it, it might be nothing, but that is not at the expense of his you know death at all we are all very upset about his passing and um, again he started a game and you know we all you know send our prayers out to his family Mm -hmm. and the whole fifth line that hopefully his family is they're grieving and they're doing okay but um, it really sad only 24 Um,
2: he had a very very promising career ahead of him he had made a stunning start against the New York Rangers uh this past season. Mm-hmm. Um really shut uh shut them out at Madison Square he didn't shut them out, let's say. He he had a great outing um at Madison Square Garden to make his uh NHL debut. Yeah. Um, haven't heard a single negative thing about uh that young man. Um sounded like he and, and, and Elvis Merz Lincolns were, um, were super duper close. They were actually on that trip together in Michigan. Um so yeah. yes, prayers out to the Kiv Lennox family, um to Elvis Murr's Lincolns, the Blue Jackets and the rest of the fifth line as we uh we move on past Great. the death of uh
0: Yeah. And the re- Yeah, the reason is I the whole pre show <laughs> I was mispronouncing his last name, and I did not want to mispronounce his last name on the. Yeah, there. I had to scrub through he, like sixteen or yeah, eighteen
2: different videos uh, to see if so, anyone had a, a, a an accurate. So
0: I really wanted to get his uh, last name right, and I was surprised on air that I actually got it right. I had to spell it out in my paper here, but uh, again, uh, we're all very you know devastated by the loss and you know this next season hopefully like they, they it'll have be dedicated a little chip that.
2: on their shoulder yeah exactly. mm-hmm.
0: um okay so our last topic uh here on son of the mix and the ice man is uh we are going we always do kind of an off topic uh kind of thing at the end of the show and we are going to do three movies that you've uh that either of us have seen 10 times So, um... At least ten times. Like, this is an exaggerated, like, man, this is getting old. Yeah, (laughs) where we've seen the plot and the characters. So, I'll let Cam kind of start it. Uh, What do you think, Cam?
1: Um, The first one, um, this is the one that I said that somebody else probably has this. This is a very common one for people to just seen Numerous times, it's a holiday movie, uh, Christmas Vacation. Oh, ha ha. Um, I did not say that, seen it way too many times. That was in my uh, honorable mention, yeah. But yeah, so that one, um, I, I've seen all the Jurassic Park, um, movies, yeah, numerous times. Um, and then the last one would be, uh, the probably, I'm gonna group the three the three movies into one. It's a trilogy. I've seen. I've seen the the Star Wars prequels oh. many a times. Yeah,
0: there you go. So, all
1: those right, those would be my three.
2: All right, Peyton. Um, number one has got to be the Sandlot. Um, okay. That is a classic um, young adult film. Mm-hmm. Um, all about young young ballers. Yeah. Um, ballers. There you go. I've seen that movie. Hundreds of times, um, so yeah, that's my number one. I think about that movie often as I, I, I umpire lots of baseball and softball in the summer times, and I'm around the game. Uh, it just makes me think back to that movie and and all the all the memories that that has attached with it. Uh, my second movie is uh, also a, a children's movie, um, <laughs> Monsters University, um, the wow. second installment of uh monsters the Inc. monsters incorporated movie franchise um i have uh, a pair of younger brothers most of you probably know that if you're listening to this show um and the youngest um we grew up in a in a in a van that had uh, the movie player mm. in the back seat and uh, the younger awesome. brother was never pleased unless that movie player was playing something <laughs> and uh oftentimes it was uh it was Monsters University. So I would say I could pretty pretty much quote the entire film mm-hmm. um to to pretty accurate depths. Mm-hmm. Um so that's my number 2 and then finally um I'm going to go with Mighty Ducks. Oof, um another sports ball. film. Um Emilio Estevez um takes takes the the Ducks to the uh the final defeats the uh the Hawks and Mm-hmm. And then the rest is history. Um, there ends up being three more. Um, I've seen the second one quite a few times, definitely 10 plus. Um, but the third one I've only seen maybe two, three, four times. Yeah. Uh, but, anyways, that is an incredible movie franchise. Honorable mentions from me of uh, The Polar Express. Shut I just up. thought of that when you said Christmas Vacation That's in for the me holiday too. movies. You know, that movie, like, I, I've
0: met people that they thought that movie was awful. And I'm like, what? that is one of the. I'm like, is what is? favorite yeah, What is
2: wrong with? Now I have a hard time watching all of it because I feel like it's incredibly long. But that you gotta wrong. watch it at least once every holiday. It's an experience. It is an experience, and that movie is way ahead of its time. Yeah. Like the graphics on that movie, actually excellent. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um. Number two, <laughs> uh, honorable mentions, uh, Shrek. Shrek. Uh, <laughs> I've <tried laughs> seen Shrek so many times. The graphics. I can't. What What would you call it?
0: I don't know. <laughs> the visuals. The visual, yeah, <laughs> audio quality. visual
2: quality? Yeah, sure. And then lastly, after Shrek, Nemo. I've seen Nemo once yep. too. Yeah. Um, oh, okay.
0: Um, uh, first one, I have Happy Gilmore. Uh, what a film. a film! seen that mm. one a lot of times with uh, Adam Sandler. Shooter sure. sure. McGavin. Mm. I think that's his best movie. I really do I don't think it's really I think there's a debate Maybe grown-ups I was
2: thinking grown-ups too I think grown-ups Anger
0: management Baby daddy There's a debate Um, My second one is Dodgeball With Vince Vaughn I haven't
2: seen that movie enough I think I've seen it twice Ben Stiller
0: It is I think Do you
2: have that on DVD? Mm -hmm. Can I borrow it? Do you want it? Well to borrow yes Yeah Because I'd like to watch that like tonight
0: yeah, sure. Um, after You Umpire? Yes. Um, I think that's the funniest movie I've ever seen. It's so funny. I really believe that. Um, just because of the the repertoire between of uh, Ben Stiller and Vince Vaughn. Um, uh, third would be, have either of you seen The Family Man?
2: No, I don't think so. Nicolas
0: Cage, it's a Christmas movie. Oh. It's kind of sad. I like
2: that we had a a nice yeah,
0: holiday <laughs> theme. Uh, selection. Yeah, we yeah. all had different Do we all We all had different holiday movies. Yeah. Uh yeah, I would say The Family Man. It's a little sad, but I mean, it it comes around yeah. like by the end. Definitely one that I watch with my family on a yearly basis. Um uh <laughs> honorable mentions Night at the Museum. Night at the Museum. Dude, good choice. The first one. Ben Stiller. Excellent. Ben Stiller's a great actor. Yeah. Uh, uh, Another one, Bad News Bears. Bad News Bears. Have you seen
2: that? I'm sure I have. Yeah, sure. I'm sure you have. It's been a second.
0: Yeah. Um alright, uh, we're coming to the close of our show. Um again, uh thank you to Cam Sutter for coming on the show and talking some sports with us. Yeah,
2: thanks for coming on. Yeah, Cam. seriously. Sir, make... Thank you for having me.
0: Um again, we will see you guys like always in a couple weeks. Um again, shout out to all our listeners and uh make sure you follow us on Instagram and um yeah, make sure you tune in next time. We're out. Peace!